Hello and welcome back to our dedicated podcast for students exploring all things science, college, university and careers. Join us and discover your love of the universe and everything in it. I'm Jake. I'm Callum. And this is for the love of the universe. Hello, and it's another episode of Thought of the Universe. A good episode, I'm thinking. Yes, uh, a mini episode, a sort of news flash episode. Uh, so we're not going to be with you for long this time, but it is very topical. And the reason we decided to do it is because you may or may not have heard that there is going to be an asteroid, uh, quite a large one, um, coming very close on a what we call a near-Earth flyby. Uh, this weekend, so we thought we would update you on that. And just again, just give clarity at home. Uh, this asteroid is huge. I mean, it's approximately just slightly bigger than the Eiffel Tower. If you, I think the Eiffel Tower is about 1,060 feet. It's about 1,082. So this is a massive asteroid. I mean, it's a planet killer if it hits. Oh, yeah, if it hits. But I think uh, we should also add at that point that it is not going to hit us. Don't panic. Oh, you ruined uh, all the fun. You ruined all, <laughs> ruined the, fun. all the fun. <laughs> so uh, don't panic about that. But um, it raises lots of interesting questions um, and <laughs> lots of interesting answers, which is what we're going to be talking about in this mini episode. Uh, we'll make it topical for you. So, asteroid Nerus. I think it's called Nerus. It's Nerus. Yes. So, We're very good with our pronunciations on this show, aren't we? Well, you've got one. You've got one teacher dyslexic. That's not. That's not going to make life easy. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, name of the asteroid that's going to fly by this Saturday in the time of recording. It's the eighth. It's Wednesday, the eighth. So it. You know, this Saturday will be the eleventh, and believe it or not, it'll actually get the close to Earth around ten to two in the afternoon. So, yes, you won't be able to see it uh, with a naked eye, I should add at this point. It yeah, is this, too so, far sun, away. Sun, sun's a problem during the day. Don't look yes. at the sky with the sun. And also, with the storm and weather we're having, I mean, you'd have to have fantastic eyesight to see through that. Yes, but if you have a telescope and uh, the cloud cover is in your favour, um, or lack of cloud cover, I should say, uh, then you can see it, uh, or you might maybe be able to see it, we should say. Uh, so do have a look online um, for some instructions on that because you'll easily be able to find them because obviously lots of amateur astronomers uh, want to be looking for it. Uh, so if you do have a telescope at home, uh, do take a look. I mean, we just uh, we do have an uh, amateur astronomer in the college at the moment. So they, obviously I'm going to ask you about him about it. I'm betting he's going to be looking for it. It's it's a really big deal because it's, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's actually rare you get asteroids sort of flying by earth the great thing to study but what makes this asteroid possibly better more juicier than any other asteroid it's been is this asteroid it's worth a fair bit of money yes they've estimated something like five billion dollars or something haven't they a lot okay um and that's because of all the precious metals that it's uh, made from so we said that it was massive in the intro you know the sort of size of the eiffel tower you know just, just over sort of thousand feet okay so very much uh, what we describe a sort of planet killer if uh, if it did actually hit and i'm sure people are aware of you know the consequences of that from you know the dinosaurs going extinct and so on okay but it isn't it's only going to be a near flyby for us uh, when we say near uh, we are talking about well it's about 10 lunar distances so what that means is about 10 times as far as as the moon um that is relatively near we call that a near earth flyby and um, as we are here but 
Um, that's obviously still very far away. It's not going to hit us. But what's quite interesting about it is because it's relatively close. Okay. And now, of course, we've got the technology for this kind of thing. We can actually genuinely start to think about um, possibly mining some of this uh, precious metal. You know, not this time around because we're not ready for it, but it raises quite interesting questions about possibly doing that in the future. I will say for listeners at home, you sort of try, you sort of listening to this and going, how much is 5 billion? That's around current tra- exchange rate, about 3.8 billion pounds. So you get rights on that asteroid, you're looking at, you're, you're a billionaire. But, you know, to get everything out there and get it sorted, that's not going to be easy. Yeah. But, you know, because it's just got, it's just got so many interesting metals. I think it's got some nickel, nickel on there, a bit of iron, things that we can harvest. I mean, one of the things I was sort of mentioning to my students was the idea that if in theory you could alter its orbit and bring it into orbit around the Earth, one of the things that happens when most things you put in orbit around the Earth is they go in what we call a decay orbit, which basically means they're they're orbiting like the moon, but they start moving near and eventually go into the Earth. But because we've been mining this asteroid, actually we reduce the mass, which actually means it starts to move away. So you'd actually be able to sort of fine-tune it and actually be able to bring this thing fairly close to the earth and sort of mine it and just strip it down and then let all the rock fly off and yeah that'd be fantastic yeah this this thing's quite nice it's what we we're talking about um in our last uh, main episode uh, we we're talking about future technology you know we focused there topically on uh, cop 26 and climate technology um but here is another great example of that that you know the technology isn't quite there yet but we have all you know the tech entrepreneurs uh, that are thinking about this kind of things and lots of companies are starting to think about these kind of things. Um, it will be incredibly lucrative, a lot of money to be made. These metals are becoming ever, ever more precious and valuable and useful to us as we, of course, use up all the finite resources that we have um, on Earth uh, as it is. So in the future, being able to take these um, asteroids and, as you say, manipulate their orbits um, for our own gains to make it easy for us to mine and bring back to Earth um that's 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 quite exciting and something that we could see you know in our lifetimes people do but i would actually say if you think about it drilling to get deep in the earth is actually rather difficult putting aside for the moment the difficulty of getting mining equipment into space once you're in space actually mining metals out of an asteroid is not that difficult it's actually far easier plus if it's in space what the pollution I know we shouldn't say that, but what are the pollution charges? There's no real consequence to releasing harmful gases in space because, one, space is so big that it doesn't really matter. So you can be a little bit afford to sort of be a little more inefficient. So companies are looking at this and going, this is actually a great opportunity. And although it will pass by Earth this Saturday at around 10 million distances, Never fear, it is going to come back a bit like Haley's comment. It's got an orbit of 661 days around the sun, and will be close. And its next closest flyby to Earth will be in 2060, which is uh, 39 years from now. So, shout out to 39 year old us listening back on this episode. <laughs> uh, just to remind ourselves, we said, and what is probably more interesting and opportunistic is this time, this asteroid Nerus it's going to be three lunar distances away. So this this, this sort of decade is uh, 10 lunar distances. That decade will be uh, three lunar distances. Oh, I feel so great saying decades now. It feels mm. great to say <laughs> that. And that's why, it, I mean, that it, it's really useful to us. And that's why, you know, okay, all these, you know, entrepreneurs and companies um, are seriously thinking about this now because, you know, we can make these predictions. You know, that's, of course, one of the 
um, you know, best bits almost about science is we can make these predictions about the future. The fact that we know that because of our understanding of gravity and, and decay orbits, like you were saying earlier, we know that Neris will be back in 2060 and then it will be um, three lunar distances away rather than um, what it is at the moment, 10, because uh, it's decayed and got a bit closer. Um, so this is a brilliant opportunity for us to be able to predict when these precious asteroids are coming nearby and for us to actually have the technology ready to go in order to go up, mine them, bring it back. You know, and in fact, companies already exist um, and have been registered um, to be asteroid mining companies. I think that's pretty incredible. Certainly is, actually. I mean, I'm just reading at the moment because uh, we always have these up because I always want to check facts. So I'm born, check facts, people. It's check scientists. facts. Don't go and get your, checks there. You know, your facts wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, scientists. Uh, I don't know why I do this to myself, but the astronomer, the astronomer discovered it was uh, E.F. Helen. I always get, I, I just, Again, pronunciation yeah, on this no, podcast. I know. I, this, I know, this, I know. Is, this is why I let you do it. <laughs> oh, so gallant of you, sir. <laughs> right. Um, he first detected this asteroid in February, 19, in February of 1982. And he was just using an ordinary telescope, about an 18-inch telescope, um, at Palomar in California. I got that one right, just saying. <laughs> um, but what makes this asteroid even more interesting than its proximity and the fact it's got things on is the fact that actually, relatively speaking, it's rather slow. It's actually traveling through space at about 15,000 miles per hour. Yeah, and slow. <laughs> Yeah. In the grand schemes of cosmic speeds, yes. that is rather. I, I wish slow. I could go that fast up the M6 to get to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you just tap on your accelerator, you'd be at work. You wouldn't even have time to sort of like yeah. go back, but you'd sort of splat yourself going that speed. But um, no, you know, even as far back as 2009, space scientists were looking at this and actually saying it's a strong candidate for a rendezvous mission because it would take about a year for a robotic spacecraft to enter orbit. Around there is, and that's with us where we think how we are currently at the moment. You know, forty years of technological advancement. I mean, you think about, you know, in my lifetime, like I've not, you know, I'm not in forty, and think about the technological advancement that's gone on since my birth. You know, I remember cassettes being a thing still, and you know, the old-fashioned radio players, and the 1990s. <laughs> yeah, good time. This is why. You know, when we say decades like 2060, you can think the amount of development and technology that we've had okay, over the past few decades, you know, give it another few mm. decades. And this this may just be completely commercialized, you know, completely routine, you know, getting our resources okay, from slow moving asteroids. And we can, you know, we can predict and we can um, control and nudge the orbits to make them, um, you know, suitable for, for our mining needs. Okay, and uh, as you say, uh, linking to last week's episode as well. Okay, as you say, we can make sure that uh, we're not polluting um, our own Earth. You know, it could be another okay solution is getting our resources from from different planets and, and asteroids that are passing. I will say that um, to give context to what we're talking about with technological advancements. Excuse me. <coughs> um, the iPad. So we we all use iPads, and we think they're fairly pretty. The iPad hasn't been out for 10 years yet it's only about nine years old i mean you think in nine years the amount of advancement the ipad has taken but it's only been around for nine years and yet you think how ingratiated and how useful and how complex it is but it was only invented nine years ago it's incredible i'm just looking down this list of um 
you know, asteroid mining concept companies. And they're big players that, that people might have heard of from, you know, off the news, people like Blue Origin and SpaceX, okay, are already, you know, seriously looking at this kind of thing. Well, they've been looking back at, at it since uh, the 20, 2010s. So, you know, so the least... development's already happening on this. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years. I mean, Aster, Asterank. Is it Asterank? Asterank? Asterank. Yeah, I think so. Asteroid ranking. Asterank is a database, isn't it? Yeah. Done that to me again. Anyway, uh, estimate that the, this asteroid value is 4.71 billion dollars. So around 5 billion. It's one of the most cost effective asteroids that's monitoring, but they're monitoring over 600,000 asteroids. And what makes this one particularly special is that it does contain nickel, iron, and cobalt. So I was right, it does contain those. Um, but 600 asteroids we've got, and it's not the only one that is there. Whoa. I mean, I know, we're just looking down the list now, and you can, a quick Google of Asterank, okay, will tell you, okay, the, the values of these sort of, uh, of these asteroids. That's, that's, and, that's 82 billion pounds, 82 billion dollars. Ryugu. There yeah. you go. See, I pronounced that one. We're all right. <laughs> um, but away. yeah, for example, 82 billion. Uh, and they've even, you know, That's it shows how much these 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 people are actually taking this seriously. They've you know, actually estimated the profit. Correct. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, if you go on Asterank, so we've just done a quick Asterank search now, it, you know, they're even looking at profit margins for these. And that's a huge profit, a value of 82 billion and a profit of 30 billion. Yeah, so yeah, it's incredible. Mm. Actually, it's that much different than some of the movies we're now producing nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so. think of that. that. I mean, most of you know, if you produce a movie, I don't know any movie that has ever been produced for 82 billion, but I'm sure there's one out there or not far off. But if you did produce a movie that was 82 billion, um, and it made a profit of 30 billion, you'd say that's a success, that's a major it, success. It is very like. It is very like, you know, the sort of billboard rankings looking at this, isn't it? That's exactly what it's about. So you can exact, you can see why, you know, these companies are looking at this because these are huge profit margins. You can, okay. make, you can make it quite a, quite a killing in that one. I mean, Nero's, for example, is 1.39 billion, what we're talking about, we think. Profit margin, yeah. yeah. Um, the next one up, um, 1989 ML, uh, profits of, well, 13 billion value, profits of 4 billion. Okay, and so on. No, no, actually, um, actually the best one is um, Anteros. I'm pretty sure that's right. Anteros, 5.57 trillion. Trillion. Didn't dollars. even notice that one. I was. <laughs> what? <laughs> see, we're in trillions. We could see, we could look at these. We're in the we wrong could, job. We could scroll. <laughs> we could scroll down this ranking forever, but a profit of a trillion. And in fact. Five trillion. Yeah. And, and in fact, this thing's uh, <laughs> nice. It's something that I was uh, reading um, the other um, week, actually. You know, space. We reckon this article was saying space is where the first trillionaires are going to be made. Mm. Okay. And you can see why, you know, like I just said, you know, good for noticing it. Cause I was looking down the table and I was just seeing billions, you know, but you look closely, actually, there's some profit margins of trillions and Teros must be made of something really interesting. That's something for viewers to go away and have a look yeah, at. Why is, why is Anteros no, so, so precious? Trillion, five trillion. Tell you what, we can, we can test and we can actually create a uh, poll, poll and you can tell, tell us why it's so valuable. Why is Anteros so valuable? Yeah, I, I genuinely think that. I've picked the wrong job here. I, 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 should have been, I should have been in that. So there you go. We could here. talk about, as you can probably tell, we've just quickly looked up this Asterank table. You could scroll through and talk about this table for, for ages. So go have a look at that. I think it's very, very interesting to take a look at there. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Um, which means this guy, yeah, just, I'm, I'm just the amount of money. So. Yeah, he was blown away by that. So I think to summarize, really, okay. You want to be rich, mining asteroids. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll move away. It's not all about money. But I kick this pose. What learn, you learn, learn physics and you combine an asteroid and make money. That, engineering, that's engineering as engineering, well. Very physics, important. Learn, yeah. learn from us. The future is yours. And then, you know, in your memoirs and remember, you know, nice Christmas present. If you've got a trillion, you know, <laughs> tiny bit of 0.1% for your old teacher. Remember, you heard it here first on yeah. this podcast. Yeah, yeah. The um, donations welcome. <laughs> no, the... Um, I think, yeah, it, it, it's really easy as we've just done there to get, you know, hung up on the money. And, and this is really, you know, interesting. You can see why you see in the news and these articles that I mentioned that, you know, the first trillionaires are going to be made in space. And I think this is very, very, uh, you know, good example of that. But I think all the other stuff we've talked about is really interesting there as well. The fact that we can use science to make these predictions. We can, um, you know, we now have the technology or we'll have the technology very soon to you know manipulate these orbits so that we can do this you know and companies are already existing to commercialize this um and that's going to lead to you know the what will this yes there's trillions of dollars to be made by big companies um, and big tech but what does it mean for the average person well it means we can move all our heavy industry away um from the planet and you know something um to go towards you know saving the planet and the environmental impacts we don't have to do the mining here Okay, and also it means that ultimately, if we have access to these huge okay amounts of resources, um, it's only going to make you know things cheaper for us um, in the in the long run. And um, as we have access to to more and more resources in space, um, things will become less and less um, sort of hard sought for um, as they are on Earth. So I think really interesting, really interesting times here, and a really interesting industry to keep an eye on, which is why we wanted to uh, update it. Or if you want to scare your parents, you can just tell them an asteroid setting towards Earth on Saturday. <laughs> but it will not hit us. Do not panic. And I suppose, don't forget, if you do have a telescope, you know, have a quick look online. You can easily find, you know, instructions to find uh, Neris at least points in the right direction. And fingers crossed, you may see something. So good luck with that if you do. Just don't look in the sun. Just don't look in the sun, as always. Or put your solar filters on if you're lucky enough to have them. Yeah. Well, a nice short episode. I mean, it's where we do those. Yes, but we thought, you know, it's so interesting and topical that we better update you. I wonder how many students are privately thinking, oh, that's been, this has been amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So well, it would be amazing if, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine if lessons were that short, yeah, that's probably what they're thinking. But yeah. Well, actually, if... I suppose we could open that up to a vote as well. What would you like to see? Longer or shorter episodes? What would be your fancy? Yeah, more shorter episodes or yeah. fewer but longer episodes, a bit more depth. Yeah, we'll uh, definitely put that one out there, certainly. Um, also, of course, okay, we've already had quite a few votes for the uh, superhero vote, which is what we're going to be talking about in our main episode okay, next week. Um, so if you haven't um, already voted for that, for your favourite superhero, like to talk about the science behind them, um, then get on that and uh, vote for that again. We'll also attach that um, all, poll to this episode. I'm going to be honest, I'm thinking crossing Superman or Batman because I've got my research on that. <laughs> if they throw something out there that I'm not aware of, I'm terrified it's going to be The Flash because at this point that TV show has got me in the got to a point where it's just like it's harder to explain things oh dear i haven't watched it so yeah if people vote for that they'll have to go away and uh, binge watch it uh, but there we go yes please, hopefully... please, please vote for that one because <laughs> i wanted taffy on to watch that <laughs> so yeah hopefully you've uh, hopefully you found our update uh, interesting um you know look uh, you know look go and look on astorank i think it was yep. something that we just found really interesting that we just did here uh, sort of um on the cuff so that was uh, you know interesting for us to so have a look at that and uh, you know uh, go have a look uh, outside if you've got your telescope with your solar filters 
okay safety first and um <laughs> we will obviously see you well not see you but we will talk to you um next week next sometime at some point next week not yeah. some point next week please make sure you vote we want to hear from you as always have a good day have a good day and take care you too bye